0: What is going on, Youth Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Youth Nation podcast. We have Mr. Elijah Furtick on the pod. Who cares about me? Back from Liberty. (laughs) We got Nathan (laughs) Diaz. No
1: one cares about Nate Diaz here. But
0: most importantly, we are with our guest today, Mr. Tim (laughs) Ross. Baby, let's go. What's up? What's up? up? And we got to just shout out the team and everybody because we are in the legendary, the infamous basement.
2: I hope it's not infamous.
3: Right, uh, <laughs> infamous but, uh, is just the worst possible it's the, adjective it's the you worst. could've picked. We've
2: we, we got bodies down here. That's what <laughs> makes it infinite, Im- infamous.
0: And the crazy thing is, I thought it was, I thought you walked down to the basement, but this one you walk up. Yeah, yeah. you gotta walk up. I wasn't right. gonna do a sermon in that. There's there's there something the there.
2: Oh, there, there's absolutely something this there. So, Somebody find yeah, a verse. Yeah, yeah, the way, da- the way down is up. Yeah. Come on! You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> have, have you done this before, man? <laughs> A couple times, just like maybe two or three. Two or three. Thousand. Yeah, that's so cool, well, bro!
0: Thank you so much for having us, dude. For sure, I'm Seriously. honored. We're In honored Dallas, to be here with y'all, bro. For sure, it feels like we're like just kicking it with family,
2: bro. Yo, that you are just downstairs eating lunch with yes, your boys. Yes, man. That's the vibe, I, on Nathan, on that's the vibe I want. Shout out Nathan. Shout out Noah. Absolutely,
3: I, bro, mean, yes, I I just want to say, like, if no one else is gonna say it, I mean, as far as like. We have a podcast, obviously. I mean, you are the the blueprint, the the inspiration. Like when we're talking about like Christian podcasts that are changing the game right now, like, bro, I'm so hyped <laughs> to have you on. Like, oh, thank you, you're, man. You're that the, means you're, a lot. The, you're the master of, of what sure. we're trying to do.
0: Thank yeah, you, bro. Bro, yeah. we're so stoked. It's gonna be fun. It's mad chill. So, just so you know, this is the this is for Elevation Youth. Yes, sir. So our audience, 12 to 18 year olds. Yeah. You know that next generation. Those are
2: my babies. Yeah, exactly, my babies. yeah exactly. absolutely, absolutely. We need to have you on, bro. Come on. Hey, we got to get you hey, this on this pod. On. We, like I, I'm talking about like get you listening to this pod. I'm not talking about like getting you on right now. <laughs> <laughs> me but fir- that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Me first, and then me. Right. Okay. <laughs> 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 he looks ready. Oh, he he, he was already ready. Oh, yeah. He was born ready for that's sure. That's so good. Well, we're yeah. so
0: excited. We're honored to be here, bro. Thank um, you, man. We always like to start off with a little game. Yeah, for sure. Let's go. A little icebreaker, whatever. You wanna you wanna do the game?
3: Yeah, I'll enter. So it's a, it's a funny game It's called If Preachers Weren't Preachers
2: Got it So I'm
0: gonna give
3: you three people yep. You gotta tell me first, first job that pops into your head Got it. That they'd be doing If they weren't a preacher Okay Number one Obvious pick Mike
2: Okay Mike Todd If he wasn't a preacher Yeah, yeah he's,
3: he's not a preacher Alternate universe
2: What, he, what is he out here doing? He's a, he's a music mogul Yeah Point blank period Yeah 100% Absolutely Done 100% easy Okay Charles Charles Metcalf He's a fashion designer in Paris these are too easy.
0: Because yeah. <laughs> they're already
3: both so good at those things. And it's funny because we, we talked to both of them on the pod about those things. Yeah. About what they would do if they weren't past right. yeah. and they all, and they this. And this is the what same they said. That means you're a great friend. Right. Great <laughs> friend. It's true.
0: You know your boys.
2: All right, mm-hmm. number three. Final one, Robert. Robert Madu. Uh, Robert Madu is a... Um, Robert Madu owns... No, Robert Badu is the CEO of an oil and gas company. <laughs> he got so oil specific. money. Yeah, and, and in for, Fort Worth. And you, and you never hear of him <laughs> until he acquires another oil company. Oh, wow. Cause he's, he's a supreme introvert. Really? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, I didn't catch that vibe, I guess. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm an introvert as well, but like yeah, when, never when, when the cameras go off,
0: don't he, talk to me he just we are preached. ninjas right <laughs> he just preached at the church too yeah right? yeah, yeah. yeah this last, this last sunday. sunday oh so sweet. shout out yeah.
3: everyone go tap into that um, yeah rob's beast absolute beast
0: that's so dope i love it great answers great answers so man we gotta we gotta go back to the jump bro okay you're the host of the basement yep and how how did this all come about bro yeah because it kind of seems like one second there's no basement. In a second. <laughs> it's the it's the biggest podcast in the
2: freaking world, bro. Oh, that's so funny, man. Well, um, the 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 vision for the basement was given to me when I was 30 years old. I was a young adult pastor at the Potter's house. And um I just got this vision about um everybody trying to go up to the the hundredth floor of this building, but where the presence of God really was was in the basement. Mm-hmm. And so instead of uh, everybody trying to uh, you know, achieve what was at the top, it was all about getting down to the bottom. Jeez. And what I felt like the Holy Spirit told me was, uh, if Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone, what floor would you want to live on? And that's what settled in my mind, like the basement is the philosophy that I need to live by. And he said, try to, he said, get as many people to the basement as you can. Hmm. So from from ages 30 to 47, all I've been literally trying to do is, like, get everybody I talk to one-on-one. You know what I mean? Like, like if, if I started mentoring you, then I would be like, bro, I got to give you this vision about the basement. Is this the philosophy? This is how we think. This is how we talk. This is how we walk. This is how we act, right? And then, um, actually, JB, JB in May of last year asked me to be on his pod. And he was doing, he was doing a pod with AP. Hey, I get B? those initials right? Yep, He was doing a pod with AP and, uh, I did it for him and I dapped him up and I'm about to walk out the door and the Holy Spirit said, I need you to do a podcast. Dang. And I literally was like, yeah, no, I'm good. I was like, I'd rather (laughs) throw My, my exact words to the Holy Spirit was I'd rather throw a penny in ocean. I was like, I'm good. I don't feel like doing it. Like he was like, no, I need you to do a podcast. And I was already transitioning to church. I had a pastor for seven years. I'm transitioning this church. I'm like, well, what do you want? How you want me to, don't you want me to do this first? And he goes, I need you to, I need you to start the podcast now because I need the seed to be in the ground and roots to be growing before you transition the church. Well, I didn't think I was transitioning the church until this year, 2023. Holy. I had no idea that last year was my last year when he told me to start the pod. So we taped a bunch of episodes in June. We dropped the first pod July sixth, by August first, we had twenty five thousand subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> oh my and we were gosh. like, I have we don't oh, how. And so here it is now, fifteen months later, we have two hundred and ninety three thousand subscribers.
0: Jeez.
2: As bro. of today, so that's a real number. Wow. Yep. Oh, dude. that's
0: crazy, dude. Yeah. So you were before all this, you you were a pastor. Yeah. You said young adult and then See, were you the senior pastor of the... Yeah, of the
2: Embassy church? City Church. I was, I was the lead pastor for that church for seven years before I transitioned it last year. Uh, when I worked for Potter's House, I was a um, young adult pastor, but I was director of a student ministry. So I had, I had um, oversight of birth through 30 years old. Dang. And and you know, youth is my default setting. I I got saved when I was twenty. The only people they trusted me to preach to was young people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm a lifer when it comes to youth. Like the older I get, I feel like the more anointing I have for fifteen year olds. So Dang. those are my people. Bro, that's beautiful. Dude. Yeah, and that's no, the
0: whole yeah. that's the, the whole reason we started this one, bro. Was yeah, literally for the next generation. That that same type of age group you're talking about too. For sure, um, dude. That's so good. How, was that like? When he was calling, when you felt the Holy Spirit say like you got to start one, then you were like, "Nah, bro, you're tripping." Yeah, for real. What, like when you decided, like, okay, this is gonna, this is gonna be it. Was that like scary? Because you had to go oh, back to sure. your church and be like, "Yo, I'm transitioning out." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like,
2: exactly. So, so I like the. Here's what was scary about doing the podcast. I felt like the Lord said the same way that you mentor and disciple people privately that's the way i need you to talk publicly Mm. so my response was i'm about to get canceled (laughs) like straight up like it's a wrap before i even start like because you know how i talk to people privately you know what i mean sometimes i gotta i gotta use a different language you know what i mean i gotta Mm -hmm. switch up codes to reach certain people because everybody don't respond to the same thing you know what i'm saying whether they're saved or not and so I was like, man, if you want me to do that, I'm about to get canceled. I felt like the Lord was like, go ahead and get canceled. And so, if you look at the, if you look at episode one, season one of the basement, I am like strangling the mic cord, and that was all nerves.
0: <laughs> no, like way. the whole
2: time I'm like, it, like talking, I'm like effortless. But if you look at my hands, right. I am like literally <laughs> murdering <laughs> right. the cord, dude. Because I'm, I'm, I've never talked like that on a hot mic before. Right. And so I just thought, man, this is not going to go well. Like when these episodes come out, I might get canceled. And then I came back and it was the opposite of canceled. It was confirmation.
1: That goes to show, I mean, that is literally like, that's actually walking by faith.
2: For sure. Absolutely. Because
1: it's like, yeah, like it's everyone. I think we can romanticize getting a word from the Lord until we realize it costs us. For sure, bro. Like Hmm. everything. And it's like, and we hear like stories about it in the Bible and yeah, it's like cute to like look back 2000 years later yep. and be like, oh, so wonderful how they did that. And then like, what is that? What do you, what would you have to say to someone that's like experiencing like what you did? Like a word from God, but yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like, was there anything that got you through for like, sure help you take that jump?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, so I have, um, there, there's a mantra I live by internally that I share with everybody. And that is. When it comes to making a, uh, a faith move, if you can't do it brave, do it scared.
1: Yes. And, I, so- and, I, and,
2: I, and I've been walking with Jesus for 27 years. I can count basically on two hands in 27 years how many things I've done for Jesus brave. Mm. The majority of every faith move I've ever made in my life, I did scared. Mm-hmm. But I just did it anyway. Right, Because faith is not the absence of fear. It's just you ignoring it and <laughs> doing it anyway. Yeah. So you could, you could feel it breathing down your neck and you're like, I'm still about to take this step because I just trust God, you yeah. know? And to not do it would be disobedience. And I don't, I'm, I don't, I don't like wake up in the morning like, I'm going to disobey Jesus today. Like that's just <laughs> not the way I'm wired. <laughs> so, right. so I'd rather do it scared. And if it flops, at least I tried. Um, but yeah, I, I just did it. And now we're, it's like crazy because like,
1: this is it. There's like This is the other side of the obedience. Yes, and bro. So the basement is fire. You got. I mean, you yourself are such a, such a carrier of the word. But also one of the things that we were like, talking about, what you do really well, is you have the most fire guests. Thank you, so bro. So if you, if you had to, I mean, I mean, you probably can't say your favorite, but if, I mean, you can if you want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If there's like, you, you can do it here, but if you were to say like, yo, this was a podcast, it was like, yo, this guest was
2: so fire. Like, I loved it. I think about it often. Who would it be? It's Chris Voss. It's the first person that comes to my mind. And, and it's not a guess that none of y'all would like, you'd be like, who? Like, did you meet with that guy? Who is this guy? Chris Voss is like this grumpy, retired FBI hostage negotiator. <laughs>
0: That's what? crazy.
2: This dude is like from like, you know, a blue collar town, you, you know, and he's just gruff. And I don't even know if he's a believer in Jesus.
0: No way.
2: I just, the Lord told me to be an executive producer of one of his movies. So I executive produced the movie, put the money up for, for them to do the documentary on him. And then I was like, hey, would it be impossible for you to be on my podcast? And he was like, no, I'm going to do it. So he happened to be in Vegas. So we flew to Vegas. And what I loved about sitting down with him is that, again, like, the basement's of philosophy, right? Right. We pray before every pod. And um, this is a place that we invite everybody, good and bad alike, mm-hmm. saved and unsaved alike, right? Believers, non-believers alike, right? They're all safe here. And what was so dope about that pod is that when that dude got up and walked out, he told one of our producers that was walking him back to the elevator, man, I was just so different. I said stuff that I've never said before. Mm-hmm. And like, that was the win for me, right? When I'm sitting down with Mike, when I'm sitting down with Charles, when I'm sitting down with Robert Madu and Taylor, but these are all people I've mentored and discipled, right? So that, that's low hanging fruit. That's easy. They've been in the basement since, since we met. But when you're talking to somebody that has no point of reference yeah. and they still feel the p- tangible presence of God mm. through a conversation, that's, that's cool. why he's my favorite one so far. Dude, Jeez. Yeah, hands down chris voss
0: that's so
3: dope yeah okay. dream guest
2: dream guest
3: if you
0: haven't already had that.
2: brene brown
0: mm-hmm.
2: Bre- brene brown's a dream guest that would be dope yeah dream guest for me um denzel washington is a dream guest for that me would be um, i need that immediately Can you imagine yeah oh i i oh, am God, imagining I that's it right <laughs> oh, I am. i'm like i'm like homie's coming through
3: yeah
2: he just did Equalizer 3. He ain't got nothing to do right now. He's
3: chilling. <laughs> I'm, trying to, He's I'm,
2: chilling. I'm trying to catch homie between movies. <laughs> yes, you know what I'm saying? Bro. That's so true. <laughs> I'm trying to, oh, check, I'm trying to uh, get with him between production cycles. But those, those are the two that are like top of mind right now. Mm-hmm. Because everybody else is like, I'm going to sit down with them. Mm-hmm. Like most of the people that would be like dream guests, it's like, yeah. no, they're already on the radar and I, I'm, I'm about to sit down with them. So it don't Dang. even matter. Yeah. So Can you divulge any? Um, not right now. Not right, not now. right now. I won't. Divulge, I, yeah, I won't divulge anybody right now. That that's so good. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But Denzel, bro, can
1: you imagine? That I didn't know I needed raise. that so badly until I know now. <laughs> You I know, know I how crazy that, thought that would be about that. That's like the Super Bowl of conversations. Yeah,
2: bro, that could be nuts. Holy. Yeah, like like I, I, I really Denzel. feel like I really feel like God's giving me um influence with influential people. Like I think that's one of the reasons why He gave the basement so much influence, the algorithm god is breathing on the algorithm this ain't marketing yeah like we ain't got no savvy marketing department we just got obedient people that put out clips that they're like okay lord breathe on this clip and he does and it goes where it goes but it puts us it puts people in our dms that we're like you saw that (laughs) like why you just sent me your number in a dm tell me to call (laughs) you off a clip isn't that crazy? Like you about to you about to get traded to a different team. Like <laughs> you you want to talk to me like off a clip. So it's wow. wild fam. It's wild. We got only that's fans nice. models, porn stars, Yo, what? Uh strippers, athletes. And I just say athletes cuz that's MLB, that's that's football, that's basketball. It's like it's like reaching it's reaching people where they are. Right. And it's dope. Bro, that's crazy. Yeah, it's dude. dope. I love it. I Holy love it. Cat. That's dope, bro. I'm.
0: I'm. Are you guys hungry? I'm feeling a little. Are you guys hungry? I got a little bit. of an I appetite. think I got something in my pocket. I got some bread in my <laughs> pocket. <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> that. I is know. Crazy. I know. I you was waiting all day
0: to say that. Huh? <laughs> oh my god! I've, I've been planning this for so long, dude. Dude, Brad has been in <laughs> his house walking Brad around with has a, been sleeping in his pocket <laughs> his all day. Pocket. We picked this up from Walmart 15 minutes before we got here. <laughs> I knew he was planning this for at
2: least two months. Hey, bro. Let me just say, man. This is now my favorite podcast I've ever been on. <laughs> Let's go.
1: Let's go. You heard clipped yo, that yeah. Clip that Hands
2: down. That right there... <laughs> Is the best callback reference to any sermon I've ever done in my entire life. Kudos to you. Bro, I was so,
0: I was tweaking, dude. Like, I was asking pastors, like, should I do this? Should I not? I texted him this morning, bro. And I was like, what he think? That's funny. I'm not oh, sure. Dude, dude I'm,
2: I, I did stand up for two years. Oh, shit. And shoot. I just started back doing uh, comedy. I just did my first set. Um, no uh, way. Two days ago. Whoa. Yeah. Would yeah. you ever do a special? I will. Oh my gosh! That would be so and, and, and it will be, and it will be on Netflix. That's
3: gonna be so dope, yeah. bro. Let's or it go. Or it could be on the app, though.
2: If the app's bigger than Netflix by then, that's that's true. Oh It'll God. probably be on the app first, yeah. and then uh, then we'll sell it to Netflix. Hopefully, Th- the app will the one will,
3: will overtake Netflix. Hey Amen. Yeah. In Come Jesus' name, on. little parent company I'm, I'm with action.
2: that. I'm with that. That's so good. That right there. Yep. In the name of Jesus. That's funny. God, math. So, well, okay. we got to talk about it in, a more,
3: in a more serious sense, I want to say, I, don't, I can't speak for these boys, but I am an <laughs> avid defender of that message. Like, I will beef with somebody for hours <laughs> trying to explain to them what you were trying to say by the message, bro. Yeah. like the genius of like, you did that because you knew it would make people mad. And like you said, it worked. The clip worked. Yep. It reached a bunch of different audiences. Absolutely. Because of people that were hating on him.
2: Yeah, bro. Genius. Well, listen, um, I I give all credit for that segment that people like went crazy on to Brenda Todd, Mm, Mike's mother, because I was done with that message at Bread on the Pocket. Like I was done with it. Right. I had already walked off the platform and Mama Todd ran and met me and she's like, you're not done. You are not done with this there's something else God wants you to say. And I was like, okay. So I turned around, started walking back towards the platform. And I saw everybody doing the make it rain gesture. <laughs> and as soon as I saw that, the Holy Spirit said, I need you to redeem this right now.
0: No way.
2: And that's why I walked back up and said, yo, hey, yo, 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 yo. We don't make it rain like, that, like literally, it was, there was like 250 people doing this. Oh my God. Because obviously transformation reaches a demographic that a lot of them don't have no context to the word. So just imagine in that room that day, right. over 250 people doing the make it rain gesture and the Holy Spirit says, redeem this right now. That's why I said the first person to ever make it rain was God. It's oh the first thing out of my mouth. Like no. I was trying to let them know, that that T-Pain didn't make this up. You you know what I'm saying? Strip culture didn't make this up. The first person literally to make it rain was God, right? And we don't make it rain on booty cheeks. We don't make it rain in strip clubs. The only stripper I'm in love with, which is a reference to T-Pain's I'm in love with a stripper. Which people did not get. The people right that were over hating head. on it. But, it the, people right the, over head, but yep. the people that got it. Absolutely. Cause, and that's who I was talking to. Yep. Right? This is what happens right. when you peek in somebody else's window. Yep. Yep. Right? <laughs> and think you know what's going on in their room. Right? Yeah. So I said, um, uh, uh, the, only, the only stripper that I'm in love with is the one that took off glory to put on humanity and died butt naked on a tree. Mm. The only stripper I'm in love with is Jesus. And I stand by it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and
3: then for people to take that and say
1: he's he's calling Jesus a stripper, like bro, like are you
3: even try- are you even trying at all to understand the message of no. what this man is saying? <laughs> not That's at what all.
1: Happens when you become such a food critic, you forget how to eat. Yep. Yeah. You are you're looking for there. There's no condemnation <laughs> The snap is, that what is what we crazy. Do? That's what we do on the base. Yeah,
2: that that was a poetic bar right there. I couldn't let that it's, go. By. It's just got right song. So it, it's not it's not
1: fair. It's <laughs> so real that like. If you are as hungry for God and his word as you as you say as so many uh say they are, yeah, you would get as much of them from every conversation, from every comment as you can. Yeah. And if it's a preferential thing, like you said, it's a cultural thing. Like yeah. People absolutely. don't know how to separate the meat from the bones. Yeah, absolutely. And it's different because to you it might be a distraction, but you have no idea. It saved my family. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it saved. I mean, so many people meet Jesus through those moments. Absolutely. And so there's not one look for it. It's not a social club where you come a certain way. It's like over here, it looks different, and this church's expression is different, and this yeah. is people like Paul writes a bunch of different letters with a bunch of different stuff to a bunch of different churches because it's a bunch of different people. That's
2: exactly right, bro.
1: And what you said is so true. It's what happens when you like you you. What do you say? Sneaking peek into someone's window?
2: Yeah, you looking at. So I I see everything in pictures, right? Mm-hmm. So so the way the way people's reactions videos to like a ninety second clip, the way it the the way it the way it lands on me is. I got my windows open and you walking down the street with your dog and you heard us laughing and talking about something for like 30 seconds through the window. Hmm. And you judge everybody in the house based on the 30 seconds you heard. And it's like, you're not in the house with us, nor are you trying to get context to what was said. First of all, you can't have context because we weren't talking to you. So even if you knocked on the door, and we opened yeah. it and was like, what are you guys talking about in there? It's like, not you. Yeah. Like You know what I mean? Like, clearly not talking to you. You ain't yeah. in my house. But well, I got offended because you said so-and-so. You don't even have context to why I said so-and-so. You just happened to be walking down the street when you heard. And yep. in the same way, in, in 2023, walking down the street is just scrolling. Yep. You just happened to be scrolling and ran across this. Right. And as a result, now you want to act like it's something. And it's like, nah, bro, I can't help you with that right now.
0: Bro, and those same people who are watching those clips have no idea. You walked off, had that moment with Mama Todd, felt Holy Spirit telling you. Yeah. And your, and your, uh, uh, what's good, Noah?
2: Hello. I'm oh, so yeah. proud Noah's of you. Noah's on the pod, baby. My boy. Hey, Noah got a
1: 98 on Getting this exam. We outside. Noah yes, got a 98. Sir. Yes, sir.
3: Let's
2: go. Yes, I'm
1: so proud of you.
2: What you get? That 98. Yes, That thirsty. boy got a 98 on his That's final good. exam. Ay, Put that Look on the camera. Put that on the camera All right, right Zoom there. Zoom in on that. Go. That's the next generation That's boy right, right there, here. baby. That's who we're doing the podcast my boy right for. here. Good job, baby. Yo, I'm so proud man. of you. You got to show mommy. You got to show mommy. That's <laughs> <laughs> beast, mode Right there. Beast. crazy. Yeah. That's our house, bro. This is just how I we do. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel like I'm at home, <laughs> bro. Literally, yeah. we just
0: all sat down, had a meal downstairs. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, the first place we went was the dinner table. Right. I'm just like, bro. I'm
2: literally, at bro. Home. The vibe of the basement that I really, that I really try to achieve with people is like Cosby Show vibes. Oh yeah. You know what That's I mean? Nice. Like, like I can close my eyes and still see the living room. Yep. On the Cosby Show, and I can see the couch, and then the, where the stairs go. You make a left, you go up the stairs. You make a right, you go to um, Doctor Huxtable's office. Um, from the couch if you get up and make a left you go straight into the kitchen uh to the right uh looking at the screen you go that's the front door over there to their brownstone like like you it became this familiar place and you knew once you saw that living room all right we safe yeah the family's about to be in here right and so that's 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 what we're trying to establish with with the pod and and like I'm glad y'all had that feeling. Like I'm glad you feel at home. Yeah. You know, like just to come in, eat some Chick Fil A, at the table. Come upstairs, sit on the couch. Be like, yo, these pillows are soft. Like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Like, like, like that's that's the vibe that we want, man. No, and we're thankful for oh, yeah. the, you know,
1: for like you said, like we said earlier, we we really are thankful for you opening mm-hmm. up your home and whatnot. And like early, like we like we stated, this is gonna be like there is like kids, like your your mm-hmm. children's age for listening sure. to this. Um, and one thing we're really honing in on this semester is it's a big overarching theme is getting back to the basics and specifically like open your Bibles as a young person. What would you say, especially because you live such a busy life yep. um, and life just moves quickly in yep. 2023, what would you say, what advice would you give to a young person um, as to what a daily routine for you looks like or what it could look like for them? For sure. What is being intentional with the secret place look like Absolutely. for a young person?
2: Yeah, man. So um, I get up at 430. Uh, A.M., Monday through Mm. Friday, um, to have my devotion time. Uh, Nathan is up at 6. Noah's up at 7. So my boys are up. The the latest, they're up at 7 a.m., right? And we're having our devotion time, having quiet time before we get started on our work. At the end of the day, um, we have devotion time, family devotion time. And we're actually reading the book of Proverbs for the entire year. Dang. So we're literally taking every single day and just reading a chapter. wow So today is what the 22nd or the 23rd? 23rd. today's the 23rd, so tonight this evening we will read the 23rd uh Proverbs. And um at the end of them reading it, uh we just we we just say, "Hey, what verse stuck out to you?" <laughs> and it might be like verse number 11 or verse number 17, and they kind of explain and and then we have them read the verse then we have them read it in first person. Mm. So it has to be personal to them, right? And then wow. after they read it, um, they have to expound on like, okay, how does this apply to me? So they both do that. And then after we do that, we pray. I give them words of affirmation uh, and or what I have them doing now is self-talk. Like I've given them words of affirmation since they were two years old, since Nathan was two, since Noah was born. And... um, now, I'm, I'm getting self-talk from them because I realize at, at the stage they are now, it doesn't matter how much I tell them I love them and they're smart and they're brilliant and they're kind and they're gifted if they don't tell themselves that because mm-hmm. nobody can compete with your own self-talk. Doesn't matter how much affirmation you get, it's what you say to yourself that matters most. So do you even believe and receive what we're saying? So what I have them doing now, they have to get up and give me 10 words about themselves that they believe to be true. And so at the end, they stand up and they're like, I'm brilliant. I'm gifted. I'm bold. I'm handsome. I'm smart. I'm valiant. I'm, like, I have them going through. And if they pause, like have to think, it's five push-ups for every pause. <laughs>
0: No way. You're raising I'm, these boys right.
3: Yeah, because I, I knew I knew you yeah.
2: had some some muscles. Yeah, because I want I want them to be able to rattle it off. I don't want them thinking like, "What am I?" Like I want them to know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I want them living. Yeah, yeah. I, I want them walking through life like I got this. Because I'm because my dad told me this, and I believe this about myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, my encouragement to teenagers is read that book. Mm. Yep. Read that book. And, and here's the thing. You do not have to understand what you read. Wow. Say that again. You do not have to understand what you read. There is power in just the reading of it. My God. We, we always try to think everybody needs to have comprehension on it. And do you know what it meant to the first person audience? And do you know what the breakdown is in the Hebrew and the Greek? That all comes in time, right? Mm-hmm. What you want to do is just get used to the, the discipline, the, the very boring, mundane discipline of reading my Bible. In the same way you have breakfast in the morning. I'll always quiz somebody that says, man, I, I, really, I really don't get into the Bible like that. It's kind of boring, blah, blah, blah. I ask him, I say, um, did you eat breakfast last year? Same day last year. <sighs> same day last year. October 23rd, 2022, did y'all eat breakfast? I assume so. Yep. Probably. Yeah.
0: Probably.
1: Yeah. I hope so. All right. Okay.
2: <laughs> Do you remember what you ate? No mm. idea. But you ate? Yep. Whatever you put in your mouth got you through that day. Jeez. That's crazy. It wasn't memorable. You're not, you're not like, oh, bro, I know exactly. Dude, I have it in my phone. Hold on. Let me get a picture. It was the fluffiest pancake I ever had in my life, fam. No. Nah, you, you ate to live. Yep. Mm. You didn't eat for the greatest memory of all time. And that's the same way I teach people to read the Bible. You read it to live. Not because you got the most earth-shattering revelation yeah. of all time. That may come. But this is about give me this day my daily, daily bread. bread. I eat this book. Yep, I got, y- I got that bread in my yes, pocket. I got that bread in my pocket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got that bread in my pocket. Don't eat I got, that. <laughs> I got that bread in my mind. Yeah, I got that bread in my heart. Why? Because it's something I give myself every single day, without compromise. I got up this morning. I'm reading. I'm reading. Um, Santa Biblia. I'm reading in Spanish and in English because estoy aprendiendo español. I am okay. learning Spanish. No, don't get Spanish. Nate too hyped up. Papi, habla claro. Estamos activos. Estamos activos.
1: Quero pi. we
2: We're <laughs> going to talk about that after. <laughs> okay, <laughs>
1: 100- okay, okay, <laughs> okay. So that's
2: like a brother. Oh, really? Bro, know. that's dope, bro. That's dope. <laughs> Puerto para todo el mundo, papi. Sí, sí. Necesito más cap... Uh si. um See. Um see, si, see, si, see. Si. So anyway, <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm, si, si, si. Yep. we t- locked in though. Yeah,
2: yeah, we locked in. So, so I in the morning I read from um my Spanish Bible first. Dang. Then and I read that chapter in um Um Proberios, Proberios, uh, Proberios, right? Probebios. Mm-hmm. Pro probebios. Um um cuatro y um no 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 uh uh 23 sí 23 uh capítulo 23 um Chapter 23 yeah, yeah ccc and um i read the whole thing in spanish then i read it in english Wow. No wonder you're getting up at 4.30. Bro, I'm getting up at you're 4.30. you two quiet times <laughs> in.
3: And, and then with the boys. And, and, three. and
2: Yeah, and then get it with the boys and get some Spanish in. But here's the thing, though. Y- y'all notice I make, the, the thing is I make time for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. You got to make time for it. And um, in the same way you got time to scroll through TikTok for like 50 minutes straight before you even look up, You got to make time for it. And whatever is important to you and for you, you will make make time time for. Mm -hmm. And so so you're not too young. You 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, you ain't too young to get started on this. As a matter of fact, you're going to have a cheat code to life. Because while everybody else is just filled with music and filled with social media clips and filled with Snapchats and filled with all this kind of stuff, you are literally going to have the cheat code to wisdom you're going to have the cheat code to life you're going to have the cheat code to your emotions being in check to the peace of god that passes all understanding yeah i promise you eating that book changes your life
3: and like you said you're gonna like when when other kids walk away from having a conversation with you they're gonna say just like you said right that was something different right i'm saying things i've never said like. You can be a kid and people will be saying that stuff about you That's in, right. in high school. That's people facts. will ask you, why are you so weird? Why are you so different? Yep. That's the biggest compliment you can have. That's exactly right. Yep. 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 yep.
2: Absolutely. That's
3: and you, you can't make this up. I literally have a, a, a group chat with my family called the Read the Bible in Four Years Club. We read a chapter every day and do a key verse. Are you serious? I, you can't make this up. Look, my mom just sent this key verse. I haven't read it yet. <laughs> Psalm 15. Like <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. wild, fam. I love it. You're raising these boys, right? Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Let's
0: get it. bro. I I love love that so much, dude. I am so happy you're talking about this because um, Pastor Charles came to um, our church a little while ago and he did like uh, one of our staff teachings. Yeah. And dude, it like changed the trajectory of my life, bro. And basically he was just asking the question like, is this real to you? Mm-hmm. And just like pondering on the fact that like, you know, our ups and downs in ministry and, and all that stuff and talking through some of the hurt that he's gone through and tough seasons. And he just all he ser- always circles around to the fact like, if nothing else, thank you, God, for considering me.
2: Yes.
0: And like, bro. It's beautiful. When he came, bro, I'm not even kidding. You can ask Nate, we're roommates. Like after that, dude, like, bro, getting in that word, I, at this point now, like I can't do anything if I don't have that in the morning. For sure. It literally is like the daily bread. It is. I cannot function. For sure. Without it. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And I love like, um, just like the fact of like, all right, for Christians, like the goal should be, we want to become more like Christ. Right. Right. Um, through the fancy word of
2: sanctification, of right? Christianese. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the word, though. It's the word. That's it the word. For That's sure, the word. So sorry. And kingdom so, has a different language. It does. Yeah, man.
0: Ooh, there's a whole thing there. Yeah. Um. So the the question I was wondering for you, and and especially since you've been um, following Jesus so long, you've been pastoring, you you've been speaking to people and into people's lives, discipling. Yep. Has there been anything? Maybe when you were younger where you were like, this is where I stand on this thing. This is the theology I believe. And then as you get older and you continue to open up your Bible, you're like, oh, maybe I believe differently now. Oh, for
2: sure, bro. I, I remember I'll never forget something that um, Bishop Jake's told me when I when when I got to be in close proximity to him after I got hired to be a young adult pastor. Um, I Shout got out a lot to the goat. Yeah, he is. a goat. Shout out to the goat. Uh, he he he. Uh, I had a lot of people at that time offering me book deals and they wanted me to write. And he said to me, you know, (laughs) it takes a long time before your truth becomes the truth. Dang.
0: That's like some Yoda stuff right there. He
2: was like, so take your time before you think about writing. Because it's, (sighs) It's a long time before your truth becomes the truth. Oh my I was gosh. like, okay, fam. Yoda copies Bishop, bro. That's You're what right. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Star Wars got that from Yoda is uh, some Bishop stuff. But... Hey, so so Peep Game, he told me that when I was like 31, 32 ish. I have a two book deal with Harper Collins now. Oh my god. I'm forty eight years old. I know what I'm writing is the truth. Mm. Jeez. Wow. So 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 I just I 17 always 17 years later. Yeah, 17 years later, fam. So so I just think people should like like where especially especially when you're young, right? When you're young, youth has so many incredible advantages. The the disadvantage to youth is perspective. Mm. The disadvantage to youth is hindsight. You simply don't have it cuz you're not old enough to have it. It's not a knock, it's not like you're you're deficient in some way but i'm 48 i don't have the perspective bishop jakes does he's 18 years older than me so i still rely on his wisdom in certain areas he's just been alive longer than me mm-hmm. right and so i don't my biggest encouragement for young people and this is another cheat code is that when a young person can can take in the advice and wisdom of an older person they grow exponentially faster mm-hmm. than the ones that just choose to group think with their peers. Mm. The yeah. ones that are like, yo man, I'm not going to be Rehoboam. Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to just sit up here and just side with my friends. I need the wisdom of my fathers. Mm. And when you, when you, when a, when a teenager falls in love with the gray hair ahead of them, bro, they blow everybody out the water. When Game they start changing.
3: waking up at 7 a.m. Doing those those self... Uh, what's it called? Self-affirmations. Self-affirmations. Yeah, self the sel- affirmations, yeah the self affirmations. Devotions. Yeah,
2: absolutely correct. It's going to... The trajectory is completely different. Oh, bro. It's completely different.
3: No, it's not even comparable.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. So, so good. yeah. Wow. That's so good.
3: Okay. Hard topic switch. Yeah, let's get it. <laughs> so, we've seen God doing these miraculous transformations. And it really inspires me in these influencers lives yep. that have so much influence over kids, whether it be, you know, anybody, George Jenko. I know he's like been a Christian, Alex, Eubank, yep. um, who's Which, supposed to be way, on we, here. Alex, you I sold. Know. I, I know sold. we said we might, we might FaceTime, <laughs> we might him, to FaceTime him. him on the podcast. <laughs> and <laughs> and <laughs> he's fumble. so awkward. Alex, Wish you're you
2: were here right now. Right.
3: <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, influential people. But uh recent one is Jideon. I don't know if you've ever seen him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just had a miraculous transformation, like completely only posting Christian content now. Yeah. Like so dope to see Young Don, a bunch of people. But um how inspiring is it for you to see those huge
2: influences in culture on our youth like that choosing to use their platform to glorify God? It's and- a beautiful thing, man. Like and and I have a lot of support um and encouragement to give them. I'll tell you where where I get concerned. My only concern, and this is coming from like an older, like big brother type concern. The gray hair. The gray hair. Coming in, peeking through here. Little bit, little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Like like my only concern is I want to make sure that they get some people in their lives that care more about them than what they do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right? Because... My biggest thing for everybody, whether they're famous or not, is are you really being discipled? Mm. Like is somebody really walking you through this book and helping you with the everyday today life decision stuff?
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, Because a lot of times what happens is you see, I've seen too many, I'll I'll just talk about myself personally. I've seen too many people that, that already had influence give their life to Jesus. And after like, 24 to 36 months, they fall off the rails. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm not wishing that or hoping that or biding my time, waiting for that to happen to Gideon yeah. or anybody else. But I've seen it happen so many times that I'm like, man, I just hope that they got a real anchor and that somebody's mm-hmm. just not enamored with their platform, but they really love them. And it's like not about what they do, but it's really about them. We, mm-hmm. we, we, um, it, we encouraged a cat today. Yeah, Kat Von D. Kat Von D was is a famous tattoo artist okay. who gave her life to Jesus um, and, like, really broke uh, away with the occult that she dabbled in. And, like, I'm, I'm so... She made her faith public. She got baptized and she told everybody wow. and, like, all her fan base is like, who do you think you are now, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, man, I just want her to be okay. Like, I just yeah, want her yeah, to know yeah. she, got, she has brothers and sisters in Christ that yeah, love her. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Same thing with Gideon. We actually said a prayer over Gideon and wow. uh like like the day after he gave his life to Jesus or or the day he he came forward with that video. You know right. what I mean? So so I'm for it, bro. I'm for it. Cause I'm like I I'm like it's a it's a win for the kingdom. Yeah. It's a black eye to Satan. And um uh I believe it's part of the part of the end time harvest that God once brought in is he can do more with influencers than he can even do with preachers in some certain situations. Yep. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, God, whichever way you want to do it, however you want to do it, mm-hmm. I'm here for all of it.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. And like you said with the clips, like me or him, like our age range, like we're going to be more inclined to probably watch a Gideon clip than like maybe like some pastors, like exactly like you're saying. Facts. So that everything combined and like bro, Gideon came on here,
2: that would, that would oh, change the world. That would like, be fire, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, nice. put that on the list. Put that on the list, man. Put that on the list. Let's get homie in here mm-hmm. for That's sure. Dope. I love that.
0: We were, we just, um, the last episode we dropped was with Pastor Mike, and we were asking about Kanye and yep. like, how he met Kanye. Yep. And he said that that was the first time, on our podcast, was the first time he'd ever, like, shared that story or whatever, like, publicly. Yeah. Um, which was cool. But what, one thing that I love so much about that was we we asked him, how did you meet him? He was like, well, when he started the whole Sunday service thing, Jesus is King, he was like, I just started praying, praying. for him. That's why, I, that's why I reacted like that when you said that about Gideon. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, and not praying like, I'm, I want to meet him. Right.
2: Like, right.
0: Praying like, wow, use this man. as Absolute, a Absolutely. Absolutely correct. Bro. Like, when, when
3: everyone like, else is throwing so much hate. Oh yeah. Like the, the contrast of like him f- hearing that word from God to pray.
0: That's right. Right. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, fast forward, obviously they're doing their thing, whatever. Um, but I just thought that was so cool because I I do see it so much from just like people were around, like having that level of influence, it does start to get a little freaky. Like who actually cares about me? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And then when somebody does find that or somebody to disciple them or, or come alongside them in the faith journey, bro, it's just like such a beautiful thing. And I love seeing it so much. And speaking of pastor Mike, I was listening to the episode y'all just did yeah. with him and talking about the book and everything. Cheat codes. Oh, uh, yeah. Cheat yeah. codes. Yeah. Um, but I, I just want you to dive into like a little bit about your friendship with him, too, because I think such an important part of our walk, obviously, is community. For sure. Um, and something that we really stress to, to our youth is, you know, being in our groups. We call them e-groups and, and walking alongside people. What, how did y'all meet and like what is y'all's friendship like? Cuz I think you've been friends for like 13 years Yeah, or yeah, something. for sure.
2: Yeah, so uh, Mike and I met um, and we owe Rich Wilkerson Jr. a huge debt of gratitude. Shout out to like, Rich. What, Shout out I, rich I, I need to baby. send him a gift or something. But um, Mike asked Rich Wilkerson Jr. to come speak at a conference and Rich wasn't available or he was available then he had to back out for the last at the last minute for some reason classic pastoridge and, Pastor it, Rich.
1: and it, <laughs> <laughs> not okay. I'm a weak
2: that's <laughs> hilarious that's so funny we're going so, to send that so 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 um uh some guy uh says to Mike um there's a guy named Tim Ross and Mike's like I've never heard of him he was like bro you should bring him and so I, I wind up going to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mike is a youth pastor at the time. I get up there, and I'm like, this dude is a freak of nature. And I'm, it was the music stuff. He had put all this music together for this conference. And he, sent, he gave me a CD. It was called Dum Dumb Praise. And he basically remixed every hot pop song there was with gospel. And I was like, just... I, I banged it for like six months. Like pop beat gospel song or gospel song pop beat? Um... Uh, he just fused all the music and the got the same thing he did at the conference. It was it was just yeah yeah okay it's bananas okay okay, okay. Bananas. I, I see what you're saying. Just yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's genre wise, okay, just okay, okay. yeah, genre wise, he just smashed it But but like he was taking like Black Eyed Peas. I'm a be, I'm a be, I'm a I'm a be, and like fusing it with that's a gospel crazy. song. That's nuts. Jeez. And it was playing it live. It was bonkers, fam. It wasn't like a sample. He was they were playing, playing it. it? <laughs> Unbelievable! It's thirteen years ago. Yeah, because that's
3: what he was on before he preached. Right, right. he was like music. He was a music, yeah, yeah.
2: music producer, right? So, so um, I just told him, I was like, bro, if you need anything from us, just let's just keep in touch, and and I'll, uh, you know, I'll give, I'll help you in any way that I can. He was like, cool. So I wound up going to Australia. I'm in Australia, and I'm in Australia for like two and a half weeks, and the Holy Spirit just won't, won't. Let Mike off of my mind I'm like well, How is this What is going on here Bro I just called him I'm like What time is it In Tulsa And I'm in <laughs> Australia I called him He picked up the phone I was like Hey bro I love you I just called to tell you I love you And just to check on you And the day I called him Was the day he was gonna quit ministry oh, he, was, he, he was literally pacing In his backyard Wow And he was like I'm gonna quit and I was like, yeah, nah, don't do that. <laughs> How about you don't do that? Right. I said, "Emma hey, i be home in like three days. So um, why don't you and Natalie drive down? And Natalie was pregnant with Bella. Oh, wow. They had four children. This was their first. Yep. And Natalie was pregnant with Bella. And I said, why don't you drive down and then we'll just spend the night at the house and we'll talk. So for like the next two or three days, we just stayed up to two, three, four o'clock in the morning talking. Oh my gosh And basically it was basement I was just yeah. holding, I'm just holding space for him to Give me the gift of his vulnerability And share and Listening to him and then as the Holy Spirit Gives me wisdom just like hey bro Tweak your thinking on this and you probably Should do that And, da, da, da. and from then bro If if I, I, I refer to him as Le, He's LeBron James and if, and if he's LeBron I'm Kyrie Like we are dope on our own. Yeah. When we're together,
0: it's, it's wraps, bro. It's over. It's over. When I
2: tell you it's O V E R. It's O V E R. So, I'm like I'm like, bro, whatever you need from me, you got. Yeah. Like but but let's let, let make no mistake, you are yeah. LeBron like that ain't even that ain't even my vibe. I'm not an extrovert. I'm not out there like you out there. So so we match together. You know what I'm saying? Our personalities yeah. match. We're not in each other's way, you know. Um and th- th- that's like my that is my brother. He might as well I might as well be a Todd. He might as well be a Ross cuz that is my brother. And I ride for my brother, man. Like mm-hmm. like th- that's my dude. You know what I mean? So our relationship, our relationship just continued to grow from there. And um, we just, the way we are now, bro, it's just like we're inseparable. Jeez, we man. really are. We're inseparable. So.
1: No, that's, that's so dope. Yeah.
2: Okay. So
3: I want to rip a more deeper question that I feel like you could speak like really powerfully to. Okay. How have you seen bitterness affect creativity and like opportunity in your life and the other people around you.
2: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, you you really ripping deep. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Man. Let's get into it. I love it. it. So I'm gonna tell you about a time. As soon as you said bitterness, I have a very personal story. So I'll be um hot with y'all. Honest, open and Let's transparent. Go. Yep. So um like so this was this was two thousand and five ish. Um, I'm at the Potter's house. Um, at that point, I'm doing stand-up, comedy, I'm rapping. I'm doing mime, ministry, and I'm preaching. Uh, Bishop started doing his um, Megafest conferences. Um, I wrote a song for one of the conferences and that they, that they used for like the opening of the whole thing and had me perform it in the whole nine. I was expecting some stuff to pop off as a result of that and it didn't. And so at that time, some people, like we got offered 14 uh, pastoral positions in, 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 in 24 months. Between, between 2004 and 2006, we got offered 14 positions. And um, I remember being, I remember the one that we were gonna take um, or thought about taking was in uh, Miami, Florida. And I'm in worship one day at the Potter's House just during our, like, it was a minister's class. So at Potter's House, you have elders and you have ministers. And I was the youngest elder that was ever ordained there at the time. I was 24. Okay. And so um, this is a few years later, but we're in this class and we're in worship. And while we're in worship, the Holy Spirit just says, You're bitter with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, What? He was like, Yeah, you're bitter. And you're bitter because you think that the potter's house owes you something. Dang. And dude, I immediately burst into tears. I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't even know, Lord, thank you so much for telling me. Because if you didn't tell me, then I would still be bitter. But thank you. (laughs) Like I was ugly crying, bro. Right. So after I finished ugly crying, I'm like, I told Juliet, I was like, yo, I've literally been bitter, like I've had an expectation of this ministry that's gone unmet. And then I had the nerve to be mad about it. Like it was an uncommunicated expectation too. So I'm actually mad about something that I never even mentioned. And they got the nerve to think they can read my mind and that they should have (laughs) known why I'm even mad about it, right? And so I repented to the Lord and bro, do you know within nine months of that, all happening bishop jakes offered me the position to be the young adult pastor at the church
0: no wow.
3: way so it was that bitterness that was it was blocking that was holding it. you back oh
2: absolutely wow. that bitterness that, well, like as soon as you said that i'm like oh yes yeah. i i know for a fact that bitterness was blocking my blessing
3: i knew i knew you would, i knew something told me like you would have that's crazy
2: yeah bro yeah bro Damn. so the root of bitterness and offense um, can literally block you from some of your richest blessings. Wow! And you have to, you have to be quick to acknowledge the hurt, and quick to forgive. Yeah, it's not one or the other; it's both. In order for you to ensure that bitterness doesn't literally set in your heart, you have to acknowledge the hurt of it, and you have to be quick to forgive the person that that did it, mm. because. If you don't acknowledge the hurt, then you will throw what I call Jesus glitter over it. Mm. And if you throw Jesus glitter over it, you'll never be honest about the truth of the experience that you had, right? You'll be like, it wasn't that bad, but deep down inside, you're like, I can't stand that person. You're more bitter. Yeah, Yeah, you'll be more bitter, right? Because because you're also being false in your narrative, right? And your body keeps score of all that. When you lie to yourself, your body keeps score. Like you said, like that, you're your own
3: like worst critic. That's exactly right. That's what gets in your head. That's exactly right. Yeah.
2: So you got to be quick to, you got to be quick to like acknowledge like this was hurtful. This was painful. I felt betrayed. I felt used. I felt overlooked. I felt Mm. neglected. I went unseen. And then you're like, you got to be like, and I forgive you. Not but. Yeah. Because but negates the thing that you just said. And. And. Mm -hmm. All of this, because two things can be true. You missed me. You hurt me. You neglected me, and I forgive you. Wow, I forgive you. Like you don't even have. If you apologize, that that'll make that'll that'll bring more comfort to me and you. But if you never apologize, I don't need you to. You are forgiven. Let us not forget that Jesus was on the cross mid crucifixion, forgiving those that had put him on the cross. That's how quick the forgiveness right. should happen. If you if you ever want to know, well, how quick should I forgive? Can I brood in my anger a little bit? Yeah. Nah, fam. Mid offense. Wow. Mid offense. Jeez. I forgive you. You know what I love about that is that
3: you didn't say, you know, you got to find the you got to find the bitterness quick right now. Like everyone, think about it. What are you bitter about? <laughs> it's nah. like once it comes on your radar, then you act
2: quick. Th- that's when you
3: act. Then on you it. act quick.
2: That's absolutely correct.
3: Because everyone knows, like, there's a difference between something that maybe you're bitter about that you don't know, but like, God gives you those moments. That's like right. Like, he gave you yes, to right. show you, hey, man, you're being freaking bitter. That's and you, exactly right. And you know right. it. And, you know and it. then you realize, oh, I do know it. But, yeah, yeah it's what you do right. in that moment. That's right. You got to act quick because that goes away. That's that, right. That, can, that condemnation or whatever, you can just push it down. That's right. I'm chilling. It's not that big of a deal, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really powerful.
2: Yeah, that's bro.
1: There's so much in hindsight that you could go back and tell your younger self, like, like that, like be quick to forgive. Yeah, for like, sure. Be slow to anger. Like, what would you say to teenage Tim, mm. like sixteen-year-old teenage Tim, if you if you had thirty minutes with him mm-hmm. over over some
2: coffee? What would you tell him? Ooh, this this might make me emotional, cause I remember sixteen-year-old Tim. He's a, and he was he was doing the best he could with his life at that time. Um, but what I would do if I go if I go in a time machine right now. Pop up in front of 16-year-old Timmy. The first thing I would tell him is that I love him. Mm. The second thing I would tell him is, go tell mommy and daddy right now what happened to you when you were eight. Mm. Tell them right now. It won't ruin your life. Mm. And it won't ruin theirs. They can handle this right now. Because I I was sexually abused at the age of eight by a neighbor that lived across the street from me. I would tell 16-year-old Timmy, go tell mommy and daddy right now. You don't have to hide it anymore. They're ready for it. They can handle it right now. I know, you don't, I, think, I know you think you're saving them from the hurt. Let them experience it. Let them into your pain. Let them deal with their own pain. We'll all get through this right now. You ain't got to hold this no more. My God. Hear me. I wouldn't talk to him about his porn addiction. Because <sighs> the only reason why he had his porn addiction is because he, he didn't tell mommy and daddy what happened to him when he was eight. Oh my so that's all porn is, that's all Molly is, that's all drinking is, that's all Sherm is, that's all weed is, that's all that, right? Yeah. So I would go tell him right now, go tell him right now, right? So that's the first thing I would tell him. And then the second thing I would tell him is, after you tell him that, I dare you right now to give your life to Jesus. <laughs> I double, I triple dog dare you Dang. to give your life to Jesus right this minute and see what happens. You will flip your entire school upside down by the time you're 18 years old. When I look back on my life, I know for a fact, if I gave my life to Jesus at 16 years old, my, my whole school would have had a revival by the time I was 18. I was that dude. Oh my gosh. I would have walked it. If I knew then what I know now, yeah. that, that school, that school would have never been the same again. They would have still been talking about it. So when you ask that question, that's mine. <laughs> That's <laughs> bro. I was like, don't start crying
0: off. I'm, I'm right behind. Oh, me.
2: dude, no, man. Jeez. That's yeah, man. Cause I got saved at twenty. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Yeah, I gave my life to Jesus uh, at twenty years old. I told my my mom and my mom caught me watching porn. Mm-hmm. And that night is when I told her about my abuse. Wow. Then my younger brother said the same thing. My younger brother, 17 months younger than me. He was abused by the same neighbor. And then my mom was abused when she was six. My dad was abused when he was five. So generational curse was exposed. All the lights came on that day. Wow. Like Floodlights. Wow. And it was like 2,000 pound weight came off my chest. And six months later, I was saved. Wow. Oh my God. Preached my first sermon a month after I got saved. And that was 27 and a half years ago, almost 28 years ago. Wow. So.
3: I mean, that just shows how timely the message that you Pastor, let me correct myself from earlier. Pastor Mike Todd, Pastor Charles, Pastor Robert Madu. I was tripping earlier. I didn't say pastor, but it's the, good, the message <laughs> that you and Pastor Mike have for like, it's so timely. Like, yeah. Like kids need like there's there's kids out there that will be set
2: free Jesus. by like that right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I feel bro. It. Absolutely, man. But I feel that's it.
1: Oh, I'm gonna keep it together. <laughs> <laughs> that's God's heart. It's yeah. Like yeah. Come out of hiding. Yes. Like. It's like, Adam,
2: where are you? That's exactly right, bro. Jeez. Hey, you hear what homie just said? Like, that's literally our, our whole mantra in life right now is highways, byways, bushes, and shrubs. Jesus. Hey, Break so, that down. Break that down. Yeah. All right, so so yeah, Matthew 22 that. and Luke 14 okay. is the parable of the wedding feast. The first invitees don't come. And so the Lord is like... the. Go get anybody like, go else. Find random <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just go get anybody else. And it says, uh, one of them says good and bad alike. Mm. But but it's letting you know that where you go look for these people are not like the places where the first invitees came from. It's like, you behind the bushes, you in a country lane, you behind this road. You know what I mean? Yeah. People ain't. People ain't balling if you find them behind a bush. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. So have y'all seen the have y'all seen the uh, Homer Simpson meme? Yeah, 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 the bush meme. Right, yeah, the bush yeah, meme, yeah. right? The yeah. bush meme. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 when I when I read those two passages, um the Holy Spirit reminded me of that Bush meme, that Homer, that Homer meme. And and then I'm like, yo, yo, yo. So I got the meme and I sent it to my whole team. I was like, yo, this is what we're doing right now. Mm. We in the highways, byways, bushes, and shrubs. We are the search committee. That's, that, that's what the basement is going to get. Mm-hmm. Bump all these people that are already saved. Let's go after the highways, bibles, bushes, and shrubs. Wow. And the Holy Spirit said, that's exactly who I want you to go after, Tim. Jeez. Go after Homer. Wow. And then he said this, because he's the dopest preacher I've ever heard in my life. Go he, goes, he goes, because that's not the first person that ever slipped into some shrubs. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, bro, don't do that, dog. Don't do that. I God. said, don't do this, fam. Break it down for him. That's the first people to hide in the bushes were Adam and Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Long before Homer. (laughs) They faded into, they they went and hid in what they were supposed to stand in front of and manage. And when you are healthy, you get to manage. But when you are unhealthy, you hide. Wow. Jeez. (sighs) You felt that? I need
0: to walk, I need to walk that off. Nathan's out, I love my baby. Nathan's out,
2: bro.
3: You can't take it
0: anymore.
2: So, so like I'm like, I'm like, from now on, it's like I'm using all the gifts and talents God gave me to like go find people where they are.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And to your point, like little Timmy at 16, he was hiding. He was afraid to come into the light. And so that's one of the main things we do here with The Basement is we give people a safe environment, a stable environment to come into the light. To come into the light. And no matter what that looks like, it's like, I love you. Yeah. I love you. I love you. Like right now. You could tell me you were murdering ducks. Ducks? I don't know why. I have done that. Oh well, I don't hunting. mean like duck hunting. <laughs> I'm talking about like slitting the throats of like little baby ducks that are like trying to chill in a pond, and you're just murdering. No, them. no that's this guy. no, I don't do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> pretty twisted. No, I've never done it, that. It, hey, it. if you did that, weirdo, I would. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what you weird? If, if, if you I grew did, up in Florida. you're man. putting them to the test <laughs> right now. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, exactly. You caught him on his bluff. Right,
2: but but what I would say is, no matter what you're into, you're loved. Yeah. Doesn't matter how shame-inducing it is, because some of the stuff we do is very, very shameful. Mm. But that doesn't. But what the enemy wants you to do is think that shame is synonymous with love. Mm. Mm. That if you feel shame, you're not loved, and that's just mm. not the case. Mm.
0: Jeez.
2: And so, um, what I re, what I experienced from my mom the night she caught me watching porn was unconditional love. Wow. What did that look like? Like, how did she approach that? So like when i tell you she caught me watching porn this is back in the days of like vhs and this is a big box tv Uh, so there was it was no it was raps yeah, at that point. No <laughs> this, this, ain't, this ain't your phone where Closing you can like, do, 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 do. like you know what I mean. Right. This ain't no like. Uh, there like, you was know what no mean?
3: explaining out of this one.
2: <laughs> nah, nah, fam. This, this, I didn't know what to grab first. It was that, <laughs> that's how bad this situation was. There was a whole was. thirty
3: seconds of you just packing <laughs> up. It, 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 it was just like
2: ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It was, it was pretty bad. So, so, but when I went into her room, she was on her knees praying. Mm-hmm. She didn't call me a pervert. She didn't call me dirty. She didn't call me nasty. She was like, I can't.
3: Wait, wait.
2: She just went to her room and started praying. And because of, wow. of her disposition, I felt safe enough to tell her the truth. And so at 19 wow. years old, eight-year-old Timmy walked in that room. Mm, My God. To tell his mommy that he got hurt My God. by his neighbor across the street. That's what that was about. And that's that 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 was safe enough for my brother to then share the same. Then it was safe enough for my mom to share, then my dad to share. So I'm telling you that so oh so, God, so this bro. is yo, so this is the reason why. This is the reason why I don't have no secrets. Yeah. This is the reason why I'm not afraid to be hot about anything. Yeah. Because the enemy tried to make me believe that by breaking the silence, I would feel shame and hurt people and nobody would be able to handle my story. When the truth of the matter is, yeah. when I broke the silence, that's when I got free.
0: Wow. Got free and paved the way for other and people to do the same
2: right paved now. The way. Absolutely. So this is, this is the journey. Like The journey for me is like put as many people in the basement as you can and let them tell you who they really are and then love them right where they are. We've just wow. seen we've just seen supernatural fruit as wow. a result of that. So,
3: okay, I got beautiful. I got I got to do it to him. I didn't know if we were gonna do it or not. I got to do it to him. <laughs> Our core verse for this podcast: Psalm uh, one nineteen nine. Uh, How can a young person stay on the path of purity by living according to your word? Purity, sexual purity. I would say is arguably like the biggest thing that we want to talk about on this podcast. Like, yeah. If we're really trying to minister to youth, like that's where they're at. That's For what sure. they need. So absolutely. Um, I was watching one of your clips, and you were talking about premarital sex, how the enemy distorts young minds to drive them towards having inglorious sex. Yeah. Talk a, like talk to to the youth out there on your message on purity. Yeah. Premarital sex, like, give us the spill.
2: Absolutely. So first, the first thing I always tell um, young people, which I told my son. And uh, his brother, at 12 and 10 years old, is that sex is the bomb. Yeah. Let's that's, not lie. That's the first thing. That's off rip. Let's off-rip. Let's just get this off-rip. Yeah. Sex is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. That thing is powerful. I'm so glad God made it. <laughs> it is so bomb. There is nothing dirty about it. There is nothing nasty about it. There is nothing perverted about it. God doesn't make perverted stuff. No, nope. God doesn't make corruptible stuff. Everything God makes is glorious. Everything yep. God makes is bomb. Sex is bomb. <laughs> it's the first narrative that needs to change in the church. Yeah. Because we have this toxic purity culture in the church that's oh. trying to make people, that's we're trying to tell young people, sex is so nasty, don't do it. Well, guess what happens? When they grow up and get ready to get married, let's just say they they keep themselves virgins until they get married. They're... They're literally stressing about having sex because the only thing they've heard their whole life is that it's dirty. Yeah. Right. Then all of a sudden you say, I do, and it's clean? No, no. it's always been clean. Yep. What the yep. enemy's tried to do is throw mud on it. Yeah, that's who dirties it. Yep. He yep. dirty sex. God didn't dirty sex nope. and then clean it up for married God people. God doesn't dirty nothing. Right? He's clean, right? So, so, so my, my message to young people, first of all, is that sex is bomb. And the best way it's going to be enjoyed is the way God designed it. Exclusively for a man and a woman in holy matrimony for eternity until you die. That's the most ideal way. You heard the man. That he wants you to have sex, right? That's glorious sex. Because it, man was made in his image. Uh, male and female, he created he them. Adam was actually made first and then Eve. Eve was in Adam, taken out of Adam, presented back to Adam for Adam to go into Eve.
0: Wow. Follow that.
2: They are one yeah. flesh. So when you have sex with somebody, you become one flesh. The question I always ask for people that that that, that involve themselves as prom- promiscuity is, how many times have you been married? Wow. Well, <laughs>
0: wow. Gee, get the water
2: jug out, <laughs> baby. Wow. Oh, my goodness. How many times That's have you great. been married? How many times do you want to be married? I only, to be married more, uh, I only want to be married one time. Now, I keep it a buck. I had premarital sex. It's one of the biggest regrets in my entire life. I'm forgiven for it. I don't so like the man on it. I'm not like, oh my God, Lord, I'm so sorry. No, I lost my virginity. I shouldn't have lost my virginity. It's one of my biggest regrets in my life because um, I lo- I'm, in- I'm so madly in love with Juliet. One of my biggest regrets is that I did not save myself for her. Mm. Wow. Like that is like, oh, I wish I could take that back. I can't take it back. So you just repent and you just move on, right? Um, but, but let me make this very, very simple any sex outside of matrimony between a man and a woman is inglorious sex point blank period so heterosexual sex outside of marriage is a sin yep and because um male and female is who god brought together god brought the sexual identities of adam and eve to each other yep he did not give them options He did not present Adam with options. Here's Eve. Here's Eva. (laughs) Here's Sarah, Joyce, and Beth. And just pick which I just wanted to give you. Or all of them, Adam. Just wanted to, you know, whatever. If you want to be polyamorous, just pick who you would like to have today. Go crazy. Yeah, go crazy. If you want to be polygamous, no, he didn't do that. Reverse. He didn't do that for Eve and say, here's Adam. Here's Gary. Here's David, right? Here's Thomas and here's Braxton. He didn't do that. Wow. Right? So he 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 guided their sexuality. He he guided their desires towards each other. And they said, You you can fulfill these desires within this exclusive relationship. You guys knock yourselves out. So so what the enemy tries to do is come perverted. So heterosexual sex outside of marriage is inglorious. Uh, uh, can't do it. Uh male. And male sex is inglorious. Uh uh-uh, uh, can't do it. Female and female yep. is inglorious. Can't do it. Uh uh-uh, yep. uh, male and beast, female and beast, is inglorious. Can't do it. Uh uh-uh. uh. All yep. of this stuff is listed in Leviticus chapter number 18. Yep. This is not God being mean. This is God having boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you read Leviticus 18, that's not God being mean. That's God having boundaries. And there's some times where God was being, being mean. Yeah. Like there, but, this but this ain't, this ain't one of them. This ain't one of them. Because the Opening up our bodies prior to having exclusivity in our relationships brings emotional ties, soul ties, physical ties that we ought not have, and they all tear us down mentally. And when you have to detox a person out of your body, mind, and soul, it's, crazy. it's one of the most grueling processes you will ever go through in your life. Talk so we, we have to stop telling teens sex is bad. I want my, both of my sons to look forward to having sex yep. with their wives. Yep. <laughs> right. I don't want them to get married and be like, "Oh my goodness, oh. I have I have a family member, I won't name the family member, uh, but this family member knows who they are and they I, I know they wouldn't have an issue with me saying this. But I had a family member because we grew up in like a legalistic church environment, um, this this family member just was so paranoid about sex that after she exchanged vows with her husband, and 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 uh, they they went on a cruise, she ran from it was a seven day cruise. She avoided him for three days. What? She avoided him for three days, and he had to call her mom and be like, "Hey, your daughter's, your daughter's running from me."
0: Could you imagine?
2: And like and physically, like yeah, physically, she's ducking him because she's like she's like sexist dirty Yo. and it's like she didn't even look forward to it can you imagine how heartbreaking that is wow and so and and so uh she got on the phone with her mom and she was like baby <laughs> you need to get in that room She was like i mom's so scared oh my god i'm just so scared it's gonna hurt and it's gonna be this and it's gonna be that and uh, it's just so nasty she was like it's not nasty like you waited for this yeah you it's wait, a gift. you this is a gift go enjoy it and now she's happy, like, like you know what I mean. Jeez. But but like we have to demystify what it is, and 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 just talk. The thing I love about teenagers is like you can just talk to them straight. Yep. And the reason why I believe in talking to teenagers straight is because the world is talking to them straight. Yeah. Like we're competing with Pornhub here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let's not yeah. act like we gotta save them, because right. oh they're so innocent. Your kids ain't innocent, fam. Nope. <laughs> Now, your mama, your mom and your daddy may not know, but I know. I know <laughs> y'all ain't innocent. Yeah. Go peep what your kids are watching on YouTube. Absolutely. It, and, 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 and peep what they listening to. And peep what their friends are showing them. It may not be on their phone, but don't think their friends, your, your, your kids haven't shared phones. Yeah. Well, I, I blocked all the porn sites. Well, they're making their own. Parents. Wow. So please peep game. Because they're making their own little clips and sending it to each other. Wow. So don't think you, oh, we've locked it down. Well, you ain't locked down that, You didn't lock it down that uh, DM. <laughs> you didn't yep. lock down that Snap. You didn't lock down that video they made and oh. it went viral amongst their friends. Oh, but our kids don't have social media. Okay, they don't need social media. They making their own. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to them. <laughs> Talk to them. <laughs> yeah. Right? They, they might not have Instagram, but they got InstaClick. Yep. Oh, dang. Because they can take pictures of themselves. Did you forget that? Did you forget that? So don't get me started on that because I'll I'll put everybody (laughs) up on game. I'm I'm just telling you right now, sex is the bomb and it is glorious when it is enjoyed between a husband and a wife. And I'm going to say this, you can wait. Mm -hmm. I don't care what culture is throwing out there. I don't care how much peer pressure they're trying to put on you. You can wait. And you can experience all the pleasure of sex that you want in the confines of a marriage. So don't compromise nothing. I want, young lady, I want you to be a virgin. I want your vagina to be a virgin and your hand and your mouth and your butt. Young man, same thing. You may have never penetrated nothing, but your mouth been everywhere. So I'm trying to keep you a virgin from your head to your toe. That way, when you experience it with your wife, you won't have to compete with four other failed, awkward sexual exchanges. And I definitely don't want you to wind up with no disease. Because I'm telling you right now, you get herpes, you're going to have it for life. You get a baby, you're going to have that for life too. That have babies for life too. Hey! <laughs> hey! Hey,
1: can I, can I chime in on this? I feel it's also no. a real thing. It's <laughs> also a real thing that people think that God makes up rules just to show that he's God. But God... And then they bring up the whole unconditional love thing. Yeah. I, I remember talking to someone there they're like, well, that doesn't sound very unconditional if I can't do what I want. And I think there's a difference between conditions L- and boundaries.
2: Oh, absolutely correct. All true love. Uh, I have so many people that say, God is love. That's why we can have sex with whoever we want because God is love. No. No. And I'm like, God is love. Like, you're actually right about that. But true love has boundaries. Yes. Lust does not. Yep. You're right. God is love, but he ain't lust.
0: Yeah.
2: Lust doesn't have boundaries. Wow, Love does. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So I agree with you that God is love, but you better also agree that love has boundaries.
0: Yeah.
2: All true love has boundaries. And if it doesn't have boundaries, it's not love. It's lust. And if it's a very aggressive form, it's lasciviousness. Another little biblical word that... Yeah, break that down. You know what I'm saying? I've never heard that. I've never heard that. Talk to me about that. Yeah, one. yeah. So lasciviousness is, um, is anything goes. There are zero restraints. Mm. And you, you just, it's, promiscu- it's, it's promiscuity times 10. Yeah. Mm. So the enemy is even per- perverted promiscuity, right? It, promiscuity is anything goes, I'll get with anybody. Do you know the most promiscuous thing in the entire world? What's that? Grace. Crazy. Grace is the most promiscuous thing in the universe. That's the only thing that should have been promiscuous. It's God's grace, because God's grace will get with anybody. Dang. <laughs> God's grace will get with a
3: crap. Get up in head. that bush.
2: God's grace will get with a porn addict. God's grace will yeah. get with an alcoholic. God's grace will get with a murderer. God's grace will get with somebody that's bitter and holds grudges and is petty. God's grace will get with anybody. God's grace is promiscuous. That's the only thing that should be getting with anybody. It's God's grace. And the enemy even tried to pervert that. So. Bars.
0: Wow, I'm fired up,
1: man (laughs) We We on you now, devil Stupid Stupid
2: We on your head now, devil Let's go We turning all the lights on Let's get it That's how you clear a house You You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Stupid Air it out, (laughs) Air it out, baby Air it out
0: (laughs) Bro, that's so good Bro, before we wrap I don't want to take too much of your time, man but, I'm um, in
2: my own house. You chilling? That's actually true. <laughs> Y'all can stay until dinner. He's like, you gotta <laughs> say less. less. Yeah. Yeah. Stay. Right. don't right. tell me that. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs>
0: um, no, you got so much exciting stuff coming up. Well, for, for some sure. Stuff we don't even know about, but the stuff we do know about. Hey, you got this. This episode drops Friday. So oh, sweet! A week from Friday Woo. will be your first. Oh yeah. Live show.
2: Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Sold out. Yeah, we so sold we can't, we out. can't
0: even tell people to go cop tickets. <laughs> no, Don't pull up. You no, already yeah, missed it.
2: Yeah, you can pull up, but you You're will not
0: just be in. outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull up for the vibes, um, But, bro, I was, that's so exciting. Dude. Thank Are you, you stoked? man. stoked?
2: I am, I am, bro. Like, yeah. this is, like, it's an amazing thing to be um, in a position to, like, bring an app to the market like you know yeah, what i mean that's Like the that's wild. That was, we were like, about to get, get into that well that yeah. well that's that's the reason why we we threw this event is uh to to like premiere this app okay. right for so soft it lunch. goes for the soft launch. it goes live on november 3rd um and you, you know with the basement god gave us a safe space with the b-side he's now given us a safe place And so we don't have to fight with YouTube's algorithm anymore. We don't have to worry about being demonetized or having our monetization limited because we say certain keywords Mm. that YouTube doesn't even want context to. They're just like, Oh no, we're not going to, we're going to limit. Oh, we're just going to, you know, not fund this episode with sponsorship and stuff like that. And so, um, to be able to build a community of people through this app, this platform, um, where we can continue to have these vulnerable, hot, you know, conversations. That's like, I feel like it's a gift that God's given us to give people.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and then we're gonna, and then we're 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 signing talent, um, uh, that can diversify, and other people can like be like, oh man, Tim's cool, but I really rock with this person. Yeah. Like, you know that, what I mean? That is so, sick. That's yeah. Dope. So we're we're signing talent to um, the platform as well that we feel like is gonna really keep people coming back. We want it to be a destination app. Yeah. Um, my my um my goal like if you go to if you go to your settings um and pull up screen time it'll give you
3: the oh, list of yeah. things. by each app.
2: Yeah, 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 by each app how much time you spend. I'm coming for that section. <sighs> like I want the B side to be one of those apps that is like, "Oh, you spent 6 hours on that app right. this week." You know what i'm saying like i'm trying to redeem i'm trying to redeem that time wow so, wow. so yeah
3: that's huge yeah yeah I'm, I'm excited about it I, oh my gosh i yeah. want to say psa right now everybody peep game and lock in he said on his ig if if he can get 10 percent of his audience to convert over everybody watching this if you are if bro if you are watching this podcast, get on this app, bro. Like yeah. like it's it's about to change the game, dog. For so, sure. Same Thank thing, you, same thing from us. We got 100k, if 10k y'all could go over to the app, I mean that
2: that's huge, bro. Yeah. Like
3: this is it's about to change the game. Thank you, bro. I, I appreciate you, bro. that. I genuinely do.
2: I do too, man. Yeah. I'm excited about it, man. I appreciate the plug too. Mm-hmm. For sure. Of Absolutely. Course, is yeah. there
0: anything else you got coming up that you want to plug?
2: Um um my first book uh releases, well, actually it's my second book. Uh, releases uh, February twenty seventh of next year. Oh, yeah. It's called oh. well, It's called Welcome to the Basement. Well, and so um, I'm e- I'm excited about that book coming out because that book is going to be like the blueprint of what this philosophy is about, okay. and the quickest way people can plug into how to take this movement literally around the world. Dang. Yeah, every church should have a basement, bro. Wow, February twenty twenty four. Yes, sir. February twenty twenty four. Absolutely. Is, it, is the pre order out? Pre-order is gonna hit. I think in like, um, I, wow, I think it's November, like November twenty seventh. November twenty seventh is when the pre-order hits. It's a big month coming. But, up. Yeah, bro. Yes, a big month. Yeah, got We we didn't even plan all that, bro. But it's That's crazy. But and we will go on tour with the book. Um, we're we're taking the pod on tour okay. with the release of the book next year. Let's as well. go. We're yeah. oh, yeah, sure. all coming together bro. for sure. Absolutely. Basement That's tour, baby. Epic. Yes, sir. Basement tour. Oh we're gonna gosh. be outside. What a
0: fun episode, dude. Thank, thank you. Oh so uh, no, I appreciate y'all. Bro, this, was, this was a
2: blast, man. Thank I could keep
0: you. going for hours, bro. Yo! Let's easy.
2: get it. Let's get it, man. So
0: good, bro. Thank you so much.
3: Absolutely.
1: Baby. Feel good?
3: Yeah, I feel good. You feel good? I feel great, man. You feel That's good so
1: now? Oh, yeah. I feel great. That's, yeah. Gucci. That's it, man. Let's go. let's go. Yeah.
3: Oh,
2: bro. Hey, that was too.